So this is podcast number 17 of A Fresh Perspective on Business. And we've got a right fancy title, haven't we? Yes. What's that fancy title? Who runs the world? Girls. Who runs the world? Girls. You'll be able to do that. I think you do it so well. I no, don't need to. No, Who you're, are we? You're a better blah, 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 person than me. I mean, I don't mean that. I just can't do what I want you to do. I'm not sure what it is. You just need a second ago. Oh, there we go. <laughs> that fits in with this song. So it's Laura Leyland and... Emily, the crazy one. And a fresh perspective. I'm already hot. Uh, what's the fresh perspective on? Business. Business. <laughs> and it's number 17. Yeah. Which is... I like it when it rhymes. Very poetic. Very poetic. So we actually recorded this in good time, didn't we? So it was meant to go out a couple of days ago. And then, for some reason, Audacity decided to test us. It had the audacity. It had the outrageous audacity to mess with us. What I think happened was, we are not great technologically. (gasps) Sorry, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm just going to say it. It's the truth. So what we tried the whole to, truth? Nothing but the truth. <laughs> we tried to be really clever last week and we streamed episode 17 live on YouTube, but we must have got so excited that we no, forgot we to do something. It. Just only, for some reason it only said a 30 second clip, which is extremely annoying. But you can go and watch the original on YouTube, but we'll cover some different stuff anyway. The OG, the, number 17. The OG. I've heard this friends. about eight times recently. People are like, oh, yeah, it's OG. It in the he keeps saying it. I'm like, this is what the Where kids the are saying. Where the got it from? No idea. Who is he hanging around with? Firemen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we've got a business called Fresh Perspective Resource, and this podcast is a branch Yes. A branch with some leaves. Yes, an extension. The leaves are our, are our team. Okay. Yes. And uh, But we're not going to talk to you about Fresh Perspective too much. So what we were going to talk about on the other one, but I think it's a great way to still introduce Nicole, is we were reminiscing on some old pictures. So we all obviously take pictures of dogs and each other and all sorts of different things at the Fresh Office because there's always something random going on. But then Laura and I will clear our data every so often because we've got that much of it. We need to make way for the new stuff, don't we? We actually only have to because our phones force us to. Yeah. It says, I've not got enough memory. Please pay Apple £2.80 a month. I, I do that. And I, I still don't have enough memory. Well, they're absolute idiots. So we have to delete Apple. loads Sorry, of stuff. Sorry, please keep our podcast. Yes, please do that. <laughs> but sort out your data. Yeah, sort out your data, bro. Not data, memory. Memory. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, so, and even on media, on WhatsApp, we've had to delete that to create space. But one person that is not short of space on her phone is uh, Evie Skentleberry. Little Evo. Yeah. And because of this... She has a lot of dodgy pictures of us. She's got a lot of shit on us. A lot of dirt. We can't ever, we can't follow it with him. We definitely can't sack her. Oh my goodness. Can we? She has got us over her barrel. Good job. <laughs> good job. She's good at what she does and we don't need to sack her. Oh, it's awful. So she's pulled out this picture where I look like... Um, you look like a, a chav. Yeah. An angry swearing chav. I was going to say drug addict then, but I don't know how PC oh, yeah. that is because some drug addicts look good. But I didn't look good in this picture. You like a rough, chavvy drug addict. With massive ears. And ears, I'm showing Laura Laura and Nicole, who's been very silent until we introduce her. Like a um, blind date, is it, where you come from behind the curtain? Um, stars in her eyes. Okay. <laughs> Where'd you come from on blind date? I don't know. When you walk out from behind, it's like a sliding door. Okay, I mean, that's... Don't you dare start piping up. That was Leonard, in case you didn't hear that. I was talking to Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. It's not your turn yet. <laughs> you be quiet, Nicole. Oh. But Nicole is one of my oldest friends. 
And uh, so she, this is where it kind of leads me on to this. She's well, saying, she like, I wonder, d- yeah, I wonder if you've got any dirt on me, which yeah. I definitely think that you will do. You will do. So with that said, here she is. Here she is. We are joined by the fabulous Nicole Close. Nick, do you have any stories Close. about dirt? <laughs> Close. Close. I can't see it without thinking I'm so posh. <laughs> you say it. Lenny, shut up. <laughs> Lenny's saying it. He's like, I know how to say it. See? Oh, for goodness sake. It's close. Yeah. But, you, but I feel posh, saying. Oh, well, now I'm going to say close, but that's not what I would have said. You said close. That's my yeah. name, so that would have been close. <laughs> <laughs> that's my name. <laughs> You're very out. Oh. Lenny, this is ridiculous. Are we, gonna have to, are we going to have to send you out? Do you want to go to bed? He's in bed, but he doesn't Shall I give that. him a chicken sausage? I think you might have to give him a chicken sausage, yes. Lenny, can you please be quiet? He's on hunger strike. He thinks he's a suffragette. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's protesting. Well, the other the other um, angle on it is that it's the his food's the only element of his life that he can control. Because <laughs> this is Laura thinks my dog has an eating disorder. <laughs> and he's making Emily do it. Merry dogs to the shops every time he's getting sardines, tuna, eggs to see if there's anything he'll possibly eat. There's a buffet on the floor. <laughs> And even Nick's now scratching her head thinking, what can we give the blooming damn dog? The damn dog. Right, the damn dog out of here. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, hello everyone. I'm Nicole Close. Not Close. (laughs) Sounds like that's what she's wearing. Here's Nicole wearing some clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, flipping it. And I got paid to come. No, I didn't get paid. <laughs> you got paid it's to do it a second time. It's a good job, isn't it? It's a good job. Her expenses because she had to do it twice. I know she brought her sweets the first time. She didn't bring it the second time. <laughs> I did try to go to a shop, but then I couldn't find one. And the one that I found was shut. But then it was really awkward because there was people walking past me, and I was like, like pulling on the door handle. <laughs> oh, I like, no. And then I was trying to style it out, like I didn't want to go anywhere. What is it about opening a door and not being able to oh, get through it? It's so embarrassing. <laughs> Me and Evie went to a client meeting and I, I tried to open the door. She went, ah, like that. Like, as if you tried to open that door and couldn't get in. I was like, because it's locked. It's like when it's... What's the problem here? It's so true. Why? I don't get it. It's probably a similar premise to when you fall over and everyone else finds it hilarious. You've got to pretend that you've not hurt yourself. You don't want to cry. Oh, yeah, and you're going to get up with finesse. And you're like, ha, 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 it's so funny. I've got a meme on that. This morning, actually, it was to do with age, and it was like, you know you're old when if you fall over and people laugh when you're younger, but when you fall over when you're older, people go, oh, my God, are you all right? You're all right. <laughs> do you Someone need some help getting up? Are your bones brittle? <laughs> Someone call an ambulance. <laughs> right, so before Nicole introduces herself, I'm going to introduce her in a really formal way. Oh, what we could have done, what we mentioned last time, this is like, this is your life. Nicole yeah. Close, this is close. Oh, my goodness, we're awful. And we Nick, you shouldn't have such a posh surname. We're from Chorley, for goodness sake. You should have got the This Is Your Life music ready. Well, do you want to tum it? I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to hum your own? <laughs> Maybe the Star Wars track. Okay, so Nicole decided that she wanted to change direction, do something different and take control of her life rather than just talk about it. And she bloody well did it and at record speed too. So she's now a fully qualified... No, no, I've read too far. Completing seven exams at the London Institute of Banking Finance and completing the first ever MAB Academy over Zoom in just three months. Do you mean to tell me that you don't know this off by heart? Well, it, I even wrote this. I wrote this on LinkedIn, but I can't remember this stuff off by heart. I can't remember how to say one of my best friends. <laughs> 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 
She's now a fully qualified mortgage broker with access to over 110 lenders with a UK telephone Zoom reach, ensuring an efficient and simple process to getting you that dream home. Nicole is massively the one to watch right now. We can't wait to see her grow into this new chapter of her life and be mega successful. So with that said, I suppose, how does it, how does it make you feel listening to that the second time <laughs> we could just tap yeah. into the feelings you had the first time and I think you were a lot more emotional then can we just you know try and yeah. recreate that where are the glassy <laughs> eyes <laughs> no misty eyed no, last time I felt crying again um, <laughs> do you want me to nip you <laughs> no do you know what even though it's the second time it's still it's still a bit bizarre you still think god I, can't, I still can't believe that was when did I do that July, August. It's not it very long, long ago, is August it? August. I was qualified. Yeah. Um, and like I've been doing this office just over a month now, and it's still I still forget the training that I went through, the fact that I did it in a pandemic and isolated. And yes, I was doing things over Zoom, and there was people that I could kind of go through the course with. But no, but you were on your own, weren't you? Not the yeah. same. And then it, hell on earth. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> it's painful. But even now, though, like you're isolated again now doing the job, and it's just. It's crazy, but you, like, I'm, Emily will know that I'm that type of person that will just, I'll always like want to do more. It's not good enough, or I'll constantly be going, yeah, but I need to do more, I need to do more. And when you actually hear someone say that, you do kind of go, hang on a minute, you have just done, done a lot. all that, yeah, and yeah, just yeah. give yeah. yourself a break. So it's still nice to be reminded, even though it's the second time. Just keep telling me. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll just do it all the time. We'll just tell you 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 reflecting on what we've achieved so and funny. also feeling grateful for because you, you you're grateful for the other people in your life a lot of the time aren't you like when i practice gratitude i'll say i'm grateful for lenny or i'm grateful for you or i'm grateful for my friends and things like that and then i'm like hang on am i grateful for anything that i've personally achieved on my own and i think that's the, the really powerful stuff because you were the person who did that you were mm-hmm. the person that moved mountains to get to where you are and that's exactly what you've done you've come out of retail you've landed yourself in a completely brand new industry lenny you really really getting on my wick who does he think he is Lenny King Leonard Bolton <laughs> thank you for reminding me I understand that you will do well to remember that that's Harry's what he said mum <laughs> one of his loyal subjects remember the dog's Harry. title but not this his last name <laughs> I know I'm so sorry I'm so sorry but I suppose just keep it on that point of you, you've, you've said to yourself before that you kind of always want to be moving forward and you don't tend to, I suppose, respect where you are today. Yeah. Would How would you give someone advice now based on, if they're quite similar to you and they're constantly like, I'll be happy when, I'll be happy when. Mm-hmm. What sort of advice would you give to someone who is similar to you? I think I've learned, I've learned this a lot from yourself and like from quite a lot of people through lockdown in like the industries of kind of like, when you look into things of bettering yourself and meditation and stuff, but a lot of it was um, being more present. And okay. I think I always... For a long time, was thinking of the future, and that's where everything came from. From all right, I want to be doing this next week, or I want to be doing this next month, or but in three years' time, I want to be this. Whereas I did get to the point where I was like, all you can focus on now is what you're doing. Like for example, I knew I had exams coming up. There was no point focusing on trying to pass that exam if I wasn't willing to do yeah. the work right now because I wasn't going to pass it. So it was literally every day being. Right, what can I do today to now be able to understand that part of the exam? Yeah. Then after you've completed one exam, right, what do I need to do now to complete that exam? Because it's hard not to live in the uh, future, you know, isn't it? Yeah. Instead of just in the future, when I've passed that exam, you, your little 
your little milestones there, your present things like, I'm happy now because I've done this and I'm happy now the next day because you've done that little step towards mm. it rather than just focusing on the big on thing. On the future, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, then the objective is to reach to the big goal, yeah. but it's being happy with the little objectives that you're getting, so you're jumping over those hurdles and not just thinking of the chunky yeah. big goal. And it's, it's, it's being happy with yourself as well. Like You can't strive for all these things and work on things if you're not actually happy in yourself and where you are mentally and physically as well like at the start of lockdown I um ended a relationship because it wasn't the right it just wasn't right for me yeah the worst thing in the world but it wasn't right was it because you didn't want to be isolated with this person (laughs) 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 I just want to be awful That, that was a trigger. <laughs> I wonder how many relationships ended because of that. No. When someone's like, "Oh, oh my God, God, that's actually a great way to clean them out, though, isn't it? <laughs> oh, Get me the old, but we can't bring in the new. <laughs> <laughs> We're not allowed. Well, that's it. You're forced to spend time on your own. Love yourself. Yeah, exactly. And I did. And I think as soon as Boris said that, whoever you're with now, you're going to be locked down with. And I was like, "No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm bored, I'm bored. <laughs> I bought, I bought. Yeah, exactly. And, and that was one step. And then I did reach out to. The guys at Physique Academy with Abby and George, and Abby was unreal. She was my coach, and she really helped me mentally and physically, and um, just to be strong. And it wasn't that I wanted to look a particular way or again strive for something in the future to have some like dream body, but it was just like I just wanted to feel good in myself mm. to then mentally then be right to do my new job and to just then slash slash future. I think oh. strength because uh, we talk about being mentally strong, we talk about physical strength, mm. and I think. I think this we're, well, the our mental and our physical sides are both parts of, of of our our cells, our bodies, and I think focusing on physical strength and the commitment and dedication that has to go into that, mm. I do think it feeds into being being mentally strong, focused, and determined. Well, they're, they're transferable Definitely. skills, aren't they, from a different yeah. part of your brain and stuff? And I do think that you committed to that and you are really really dedicated in the gym and make and, and feeling strong as a woman and that I suppose that's why the title of the podcast is so apt mm-hmm. because you are massively like that it's yeah. like you want to run the world <laughs> but you want to start with yourself first yeah. which is really really good and I think it's like you don't see a lot of female PTs as well and you've never had a female PT before no. you've always dealt with men yeah so what how has it been different working is it Abby? Abby yeah. How has it been different working with her as opposed to the guys that you've dealt with before? You know, she just she obviously she gets it because she's a woman herself so she understands like the biggest thing is hormones like we all know as women like the hormones that we go through um throughout our cycle and it just change all the time yeah. and men just don't understand that like, they can look they can read about it they can search it online but because they, they don't they can't empathize fully yeah, can they? No. They don't understand it. And the biggest thing with me what I used to get get scared about was check-ins. So usually once a week on that day, you'll check in, you'll send your pictures of yourself, like in a bikini shot, front, back, side, size, which is daunting as it is. Ooh, yeah. Then you'll have a, usually, previously, it would have just been like a text message going like, oh, how have you got on? Have you stuck to your diet? And if you're not stuck to your diet, you literally, your anxiety by not doing, whereas Abby was like, send, send me the pictures through, always comment on like the great things that I've improved on. Then she ringed me, so it was a phone call and it was like, how have you been? And it's not just a t- like no, black and white And text. it was like she genuinely was interested on how I'd been, what I was up to, like how I was feeling that week. And if I'd had a bad week, it was like, well, it's, it doesn't matter, it's a week. It's life. It's like, yeah. like, we're not doing this programme just for this certain time for you to then, when you finish, be like, oh, okay, carry on and do whatever you want. Like, yeah. this is for the long-term change. It's got to so. fit in with your life, which is not always going to be the same. Yeah. One, because you're a woman, and one, because life is life, yeah. and shit happens, so, doesn't it? And so, stuff comes up. Yeah, so having, like, a woman PT that just understand, like, understands what we go through 
it was just it was it was so different i never felt guilty i never the anxiety oh. went from checking in and now i don't have the fear of what i used to do checking in and the whole like bikini fitness history like now it's just i'm completely different person towards nutrition and diet because week by week uh, when you're doing your checking like some weeks you're going to be holding more water so if you do oh, measuring yeah. and weighing yourself as well as taking pictures you're going to look bigger and, and way bigger and measure bigger than you did the previous week even though you potentially lost fat and yeah. worked really hard just because of where you are in your cycle Definitely. and I, I remember um when it, I was in the gym it was um in Altrincham years ago and there was lots of PTs in there and I heard two of them talking saying oh they were talking about some of their clients and one of them said oh yeah well when they when they come in the morning about being on the period they just it's just because they don't really want to work <gasps> hard I'm like who said that I'm like, wow. You just don't know what it's like, though, to do that because your body, your body's doing physical things, so mm. your womb is contracting. You're getting rid of the like the, the blood and stuff that's inside <laughs> you, which obviously yeah. that's what it needs to do. When you actually learn about what your body's doing, it's going through so much every single yeah. month. And then obviously you've got the hormones, so you produce it, like your testosterone is the lowest it's ever been, mm. which is you're a bit, you, you get up and go, isn't it? Yeah. That's where your strength comes from. Definitely. So if you're if you're on your period for five days, that's a working week. Yeah. That is one week pretty much out of every month where you're going to have barely any testosterone in your body. Yeah. You can't even lift a weight, let alone go and do an interview <laughs> or hold a board meeting or, I don't know, get on a flight and go and do a business meeting in a different country. There's all these mad mm. things. But we have to still do it. We've still got to yeah. do it like a dude. Well, that's yes. Always and Tampax and what other um, brands are like. We can They're do it bad, all. Aren't they? We can yes. do it all. <clears throat> Don't let your period stop you. You can be the same and do everything you possibly want to you do. You can go rock climbing when you're on your period. You can. I wouldn't want to go rock climbing with a sanitary pad on. I mean, who <laughs> wants to do that? No, I love where this is going. I really love it. Because this is a massive thing, isn't it? We are taught that we can do it like a dude. And we can't. We actually can't. And I'm, I'm a feminist. I I'm all to. about But we're not meant to. And I think no. this is where the... You know when we talk about feminism and they're like, oh, it's because you want to be treated the same as a man. Yeah. No, I want equal opportunities. That's all I want. And you, we can't have equal opportunities because we are the ones that give birth and therefore we're going to have to have time off to have that child and stuff. And there's, there's no way that guys will do that. I mean, they might do in the future with all this space age crap. <laughs> No, I mean, they can. That'd be amazing. I wish that existed at a different time. But it is that kind of, we want equal opportunities so they're there to get. We want equal pay for the same job. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, we are dif- we're different creatures, aren't yeah. we? We are, we are. We've got different genetics. We are built differently. Yeah. We really is. Was it men from Venus? No, Venus? no we're from Mars. Venus. We're men are from Mars, it's, aren't it's they? It's true. And it's like you said, we need to start. There's certain things that, yes, we can do the same or we can do better than men and vice versa they can do better than us but when it comes to things like this we need to be like honest with ourselves and go actually we yeah. shouldn't be putting the same category as that for things like fitness or for different things because we are completely different yeah ways. definitely yeah. and I think that's just really refreshing that she is kind of with just by talking about her we've ended up talking about this sort of stuff yeah. as well so it's nice that you've had a different perspective you've had a female PT who understands what it's like to be female and how different it is to the yeah. I suppose standard gym life and nutrition and all that kind of thing do you think that's brought quite a lot of confidence in you to be more comfortable in your own skin and oh be more like you know what this is who I am and how I am and how I behave and therefore I'm, I'm getting more comfortable in it so I can actually achieve more professionally do you oh, feel yeah. like that definitely I think I've, I've learned a lot from doing this like nutrition training this program and like bringing it into my career now because I was like this is the first time I've been self-employed so it's a different mindset again like you you, you really have you're not getting anyone to drive you're not you're setting your own figures you're setting your own day plan all the time and knowing where you're up to with your cycle and knowing that that way you're probably going to 
not be as productive or yeah, you're going to want you can have an alpine yeah. week you know yeah. that, that week you're <laughs> yeah. not going to start putting in all these meetings and bookings whereas in the week you know that you're going to be able to like right, I'm going to go for it on this week that's when you're going to start putting I'm going to do this challenge I'm going to challenge myself mm. to do this and I've, I would never been in retail would have ever thought about that it would have just been a typical hamster wheel of going yeah. I'm just going to do what comes through on comms today and that's all I'm going to do no matter what I'm feeling you I'm can't plan it can you but, you t- you, but you're told to act and behave a certain way aren't yeah. you what was behind the decision to move out of retail into mortgages oh god do you know it was, I don't know if anyone's ever felt like this but if you do feel like this then do text us <laughs> 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 honestly like <laughs> build up of years like I've always I've, I've gone from I've always been in management since the age of 19 so I've always done that it's like, crack as that isn't it yeah and what I've always thought when I get to so many years in, in the business I've always thought well I've just I've just don't grow in this business now like I want, I want to go somewhere else and I'll move to a different company yeah and after about a month or two I'm starting to get the same feelings again I'm like mm. I'll move again it just must be this company and it, it gets to the point and I've moved down to London I've worked in a High luxury store down there, and then move back up north again and manage my own store, turn it around to a million pound, uh, turn over store. And I've done Woo! all these things, I've, I've done all this, and I'm like, why do I still feel like it's like that lack I'm of satisfaction? Yeah, but then it was also like internal anger, and it, it's such a bizarre feeling. Yeah. And like, I'd be in the car some mornings on the way to work, stuck in traffic, as you do. And I'd just be inside, I'd just feel like, you know when, you go, you know when kids go really tense mm. and they're like, and grit themselves. Did I, you feel like oppressed almost, oppressed yeah, by a situation? Yeah, I was frustrated. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I literally felt like, how, I need to get out. Like, I felt like I was trapped in this thing. I was like, sometimes I'd look at myself, like, it was like I was looking at myself and like, up above going like, what are you doing? Yeah. And like, that, why are you doing If that this? was a romantic relationship, like the one that you brought, um, you ended at the beginning of lockdown, yeah. you would just end it. Exactly. It, we almost why treat we it differently. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But it still takes us ages to end stuff that we're unhappy in i don't understand why we set settle for being unhappy and we try and persuade ourselves that we're actually not unhappy yeah. well, it's easier, just change one it? tiny thing and you will be yeah. fine yeah it it's is. harder to change stuff yeah it's easy to just go along with the flow and hope that things will get oh, better how awful oh, is that? Awful. You just, and the, there is fear factors and it's like oh is it because you're scared and i was like yeah there, there was elements of scared like we know that when we're in a salary job that you're always going to have that income, obviously, unless you did something really bad that you got sat, but you're always going to have that there. Security, so yeah. So you know that you, you know, obviously can always afford the bills or this or that. And when you do go self-employed, you, you don't always know. Obviously, you know that whatever you... The good thing of it is that you know that whatever you put in, you're going to get out of it. Yeah. But you've not got that comfort no, blanket. So, yeah, you've not. And that's you, usually... like For me, that was probably one of the, the things I was scared of. But the biggest thing was that, can I actually do what I know I want to do mortgages? And it was like, could... Can I learn the exam? Do, what am I going to be able to understand it? I'm going to be able to financially advise people yeah. and get them the biggest debt in their life in a nine or seven. It's awful, but that's what you do. Obviously, apart from getting the dream home. Yeah. <laughs> it's good that you view it like that. and it, you're not just It's not just a transaction. You're not just no. getting someone a house, get, getting paid to do it, and off you pop to the next person. That no. you actually truly almost appreciate and uh, feel gratitude and are humbled by the... The, the trust that people put in you oh, yeah. because of what you're leading them down the path to do, or they're trusting you to advise them in the right ways, it's, it's so you really understand that and appreciate it. And I think that that's what will make you really, really successful mm. above other people. Oh, it de- and it will. And you feel like this already. Mm. Like now you're not even just thinking about yourself and that you've gone into a new industry and you've got to learn everything and you've got to get to A from A to B really fast. You're actually thinking... You've already got your values and your core ready yeah. to be able to build. So you've laid the foundations. You've got your values in your head. They might not be plastered all over a website yet mm-hmm. because you're still so new. 
But the fact that you've already laid that really positive foundation, it's just a really, really, really good place to start. Yeah. And it's hard because I don't want to sit and go, oh, I want to do things differently. I want to change the mortgage world. Like, <laughs> you can't do that with the mortgage world because obviously there are a lot of things, compliance wise, that you yeah. have to keep the same. But I also don't want to get sucked into the normal side of mortgage world where brokers come across as like quite scary or suited and booted and have no facial expressions. And you just, they're literally, like you said, like, right, come in, I'll get your mortgage right, see you later, but I don't want to know you. Like, I want it to be, like, a relationship with my customers. Mm. I want them to feel like they can ring me, text me, email me, whenever they want, with a question that, whether they think it's stupid or not, just be like, Nick, I really need your help. Like, what, what's this form that's just been yeah. sent? Or could you just check this form? That's the what, the relationship that I want. And the first time the other week, I had one of my clients text me, and she literally just sent me a text message and went, I'm so thankful that I've got you. No, oh, just to contact. Yay. And I was literally, like, I'm, like, sharing it on my phone, and I was like, that is what I want! <laughs> this is it. Like, this is why I'm doing it. Like I want people to have a dream home, the Aww. best memories, and this is how I'm going to do it because I want. That I just want to be approachable, and like the videos you'll start to see that are coming out more and more. Like they're not too in depth. Like when you go on YouTube and you type in mortgage advice, oh, it's so oh boring. Oh my god, I get bored, and I know what it's about, and I'm still like listening. Usually, I'm not. Do you think it's been done on purpose though to bore people into lack of knowledge, and therefore you can just get sold anything? I feel like there might be tactics behind it. But but this is what I was saying before about like there is you can just that's what you get walked into. So when you have all these exams and like. People just pull you into that and like, oh no, that's compliant. That's that's how that's how it's ever always been. And you're like, well, have you tried challenging it in the right way? Like, don't get me wrong, I get all my sub compliance checks and stuff. But people are like, oh, you, compliance won't sign it off, and I'm like, well, well try do it. May as well ask. <laughs> yeah, well, give it a go. Because because I always think, how are you? Because so Nicole's just got like absolutely immersed herself in social media, which I think is really really good in the industry that you're in. And as a newbie to it, obviously you've been on social media for ages, but mm. you started doing videos. You've been really forward facing, and you're absolutely smashing well, it. Well, they do stand out because like, a lot of oh, yeah. people that I'm connected to. They just be like, here's an article on tax related to mortgages. <laughs> With those awful like, stock pictures that literally sometimes t- say that shutter stock over the top of it. And you're like, God, just go and use your own picture or something. Yeah. But uh, what, where I was trying to go with that is that we've heard before from, because we've worked with plenty of financial services company in the past and, and mortgages and whatnot. And they're like, oh, we can't put that on our social media because one of our big things with recruitment is get your social media looking well mm-hmm. so the candidates can see what you like, how you behave, and they yeah. can see whether they want to work you for you. Culture. Yeah, be authentic. And they're like, we can't do that. But then if you're saying you're getting your stuff compliance checked, then obviously mm-hmm. you can do that. It doesn't look like it's taking you forever and a day to do that. Definitely not. So it's I, just an excuse. Yeah, no, it's, I literally had one meeting um, with like a social media runner of the network basically that I work yeah. through um, she gave me a social media like I was meeting of the things that I can and can't do she gave me examples of what to post if you post in a certain video make sure you put this at the bottom of the link or just just things like oh that oh my god this she is well me good. Lots of stuff to do and then she's like but then put your own spin on it as long as you're not physically giving like pure advice or yeah. taking rates over things a lot of it is just keeping it simple and that, that's what my videos do like I yeah. don't go into too much depth I don't give advice like the idea is that people off the back of these videos go, oh, I want to find out a bit more about that, but it's more just to keep things simple. Yeah. People just go, oh, no, I actually understand that. They might go, right, I don't need any further information now. That's all I've got. But you've educated, you've added value. Yeah, or they might go, actually, I'm going to give, that might, maybe it might be me, it might be another, they've already got a broker. They might go, actually, no, I feel like I can ask my broker, or I can ask Nicole, I can ask someone else about yeah. that because I've got a little bit more of an understanding. So light bulb moments. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that you sat there after doing this for a tiny amount of time and had a conversation with a social media person is 
in Zen, this will surely give you an idea. If you are looking to get a mortgage or you just want to have a conversation, surely you would talk to someone like Nick, who is so proactive in the fact that she's already in a meeting with someone about what she's allowed to post on social media to help people for free. Yeah. <laughs> this is nuts. And I think at the same time as you're doing that, especially with your videos, you get your personality out there, what kind of person you are. And people, if they're looking for a mortgage, they'll look at other mortgage advisors just posting other people's articles yeah. saying, read this, it's a good article. Oh, and they've got you going, hi guys, here's um, some simplified information on X and then a little bit of information about you. And they're like, oh, it really warms Nicole. And yeah. she's helping with advice. Well, who is she going to call? Not the Ghostbusters. <laughs> going to call Nicole. You're going to call Nicole. Oh, class. Wow. <laughs> Very good, Emily. Muy bien. Very good. So... I'm just looking at our questions because we've gone off piece, but I think it's been really, really, really good stuff. So it's nice. Have you got any sort of funny stories to tell us, like mortgage stories, just stories about general oddballs, <laughs> anything just to uh, break up our mortgage, the serious side? Serious side of mortgages and professional life. <laughs> it's, it's not a mortgage story. Okay. It was, it, it was a story about my last employer. It was actually linking in very much with Fresh because it was about a job interview. Very good. Ooh, very good. Link. <laughs> it is an interview it involved chicken fillets. Oh, well. Ones that you eat or ones no. that you put in your bra. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I used to <laughs> love that. I used to love biting them. Which I know is strange. Interesting. <laughs> so... Did you it, think they were actual chicken fillets? No, but I like put, I like putting my teeth like into flesh. <laughs> well, no, but like I like biting bums, you know, and just sinking your teeth into the skin. Mm. I mean, this maybe it's for the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Nick. Moving on. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So it was my last employer, and um, the interview itself was like a bit. It was frightening because I was actually in Wales. It was my sister's wedding weekend. It was the day before oh, nice. my sister's wedding. So we were all in this like manor house thing and like our rooms getting like free the day before ready sort of things like testing like making sure things are right and the dresses are right and then like yeah. the guys are running around like oh can we go pop and then we're like just want to try to concentrate. <laughs> um, we and are doing our pre makeup makeup. Yeah, before <laughs> I think it's yeah two days before I got an email saying that you've got an interview for Friday. Oh, I think it was Friday it was. Um, I was like oh no that's my sister's like the day before my sister's wedding but I was like do you know what like go for it like why not like you can yeah. spare an hour or so at your time just get it like just go for it like someone else might beat you to this job like just, you've got to do I it love your attitude so i was like yeah yeah this is fine like they had no idea it was my wedding so i'm thinking like please god have signal because wales does not have signal. so was this over zoom or a call this was zoom right okay so i ended up going like shouting to everyone so this was like all of the bridesmaids the the group everyone i was like right, be quiet guys i'm going to interview you in a minute <laughs> And like, people running behind your doors. So, like, shut myself in this room, put the laptop, like, balance it on the windowsill, <laughs> sat on this really old vintage chair, like a little perched on it. And I was like, right, okay. So, and then I'd had, I thought I'd be really good. And this company that I was working for, I wore one of their branded t shirts. And I was like, woohoo. So, like, <laughs> beforehand, I'd been trying on my dress, which I to wear chicken fillets. So, you don't know what they are, they just stick to your boobs and they should stay there. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, the first time I put these on, because they were brand new, and I got them out of Anyway, they were stuck on my boots, and then I had this T-shirt over the top, and I was like, ooh, yeah, I'm ready. So anyway, the lady came up on Zoom, and we are like, oh, we're having a really good time. I'm like, hi, she's like, oh my God, you've got my tops on, this is amazing. And we started off really, really well. And obviously, as I've been rushing around, and I can still hear people in the background, I'm like, I'm so sorry if there's any noise, that's my sister's wedding, da, da, da. 
Um, and then I start getting a bit hot because obviously you do an interview, you get a bit warm. Yeah, and there's yeah. certain questions that kind of like, Whoa, and people start asking you about, so well, how much do you think you can bring us to profit? But then you're like, God, mass figures, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I'll get a bit hot and I'll holler. And the next minute, slowly, I could just start to feel these <gasps> heal. And I was like, oh my God. And like, <laughs> did you have a, I'm assuming you had no bra on at the top. Mm-hmm. They were acting as your bra, bra under yeah. the t-shirt. Yeah, I was testing okay. bad boys out. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought you just forgot and left them on by accident. No, I was like, let's try them on for a bit, like, you know, see if they could feel like. Yeah. So the camera kind of stops, luckily, at waist, just over waist, waist height. So then I could start to feel these slide off my boots. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. So I'm trying to keep them posed and I'm smiling away. And she's asking me all these questions and I'm like, yeah, so, um, oh, sorry, can you just repeat that question again? Me all thinking, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. So, anyway, oh, this is sliding oh. down, and then all you hear is. She didn't hear, she didn't know. Uh, what would she have thought this time was, though? <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, I'm in a shirt. So. <laughs> <laughs> she has got no clothes on the bottom half. Party in the. No, oh, is it? Profession at the top, party in the bottom. <laughs> So did you finish the interview braless? Braless. Like, so <laughs> just with the top on, just with the top on, no bra. What colour was the top? It was white. <laughs> <laughs> it had like logo and stripes on. All right, so you <laughs> couldn't get any nippage. No, I right, okay. tell. But anyway, I carried on the interview. Anyway, two days later, I got an email going, "Congratulations, you got the job." Oh <laughs> yes! Especially <laughs> with no bra on. Um, <laughs> yeah well yeah so that was it so then I ended up like no one knew about anything and obviously as you get more comfortable with the company like I started having like more one-to-ones and stuff and then I got to the point where I was actually telling Aww. my bosses and I was like you do realise in my interview like my, my chicken fillet bra fell off and I was like stitches that was oh amazing but... so what happened to the chicken fillets because clearly they're not that good and they no, don't act well under pressure no, did you wear them the next day no I didn't but not. if you've got a tight fitting like dress on like a, with like a bodice you'd be alright yeah, right. yeah no, I suppose it, it was like a, it was like a loose one. top that was oh, like right, a skirt yeah. dressing oh, so I no wore my back up um, strapless bra right so, so, well, so well, there was a reason why this was meant to happen because exactly. you'd have worn them they'd have fallen out of the wedding yeah join the aisle bang bang yeah oh, <laughs> bang bang no one shot it's worse And uh, I went through a phase where instead of wearing tights, I always wore hold ups. <laughs> and um, I'd, gone, I'd gone for the coffee room. Very sexy. Like very sexy, my youth. <laughs> now I'm like, you tell like gym leggings and a dirty old day. Full breeds. We go to the gym, we smell all afternoon. <laughs> and I'd gone, I'd gone, it was a, a warm day, and I'd gone to get the coffees. And I was walking back to the office with. Full of hot drinks, and I can no feel hands. one of them starts oh like loosen up, and it just slowly and slowly creeping <laughs> in. And it turns out to the walk for the coffee, it looks like the walk of shit. It's not like Dean's Gate at rush at like nine o'clock in the morning, and then all of a sudden it's just flop, and so I just had one stuck in around my heel. I'm like, what do I do? I'm like, nowhere to put these coffees. Oh my I have to stop so at the side funny. of this pavement, put them on the floor, and What's the word? Surreptitiously. <laughs> Maybe as we get more famous, someone took a picture of you. <gasps> oh, right there. No, and they'll send it in. <laughs> if anyone knew Laura, that time ago on Dean's Gate. Well, access to the 
Oh, this is so funny. Right, so as we have talked for a long, long time now. We're on like 35 minutes, which is our longest ever podcast, but it's been wonderful. So before we go, Loz, have you got any questions that you're dying to ask me? I've got one that I would like to ask before we draw to a close. Do you have one as well? I would like to know if Nicole could do a Ghanaian action. <laughs> <laughs> Laura isn't cruel, by the way. She does know the answer to this question already. But obviously you guys don't. Because in episode 17, take one, <laughs> which you can go and see you on can YouTube. Go, you absolutely can indeed. Um, Nicole gave us a different funny story, and this one involved accents, and she does an absolutely fabulous... Fabulous. Fast Napoli. <laughs> Very good. Emily's Italian accent. Not quite as good as Nicole's Ghanaian, but it's okay. Oh. Give it an 8 out of 10. <laughs> go on, Nick. Take it away. I'll, I'll have to say it in the story, though. I say it in the story. Go for it. Um, Everyone just hear a Ghanaian accent. Emily, I don't know what this lady is saying on the phone. I kind of don't understand her. Can you help me? Baby, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I want, I want you to end on a bit of advice that you'd give to sort of female entrepreneurs or females aspiring. Well, men as well, but, you know, we're all women here, so let's just, let's just have it. I'm glad that you cleared that up. Yeah. <laughs> We've not got sure. any tannies here right now. Not here, not here right now. So what's the plan for you? And then also, if you can end on a bit of advice that you'd give to people in a similar situation to you. Yeah. I mean, the plan for me now is just continue to build my social media presence, keep doing these videos for everyone just to kind of keep things simple, mm-hmm. make things nice and approachable when it comes to getting your own mortgage. I think advice for anyone like like in the kind of entrepreneur brain is that don't if don't let the, the normality or don't be put off what people that are already in the industry say to you or if you're not in the industry who go, oh, I'm not really sure if you can do that. Like, what if you want to do something, if, as long as you're put, going to put the effort into it and you really want to do it and you think about it every single day and think, I'm going to do it. You might not be, you might not always take a step forward and you might not always achieve that day what you wanted to achieve, but if you want it enough and you're willing to put the hard work in, you will get there. Like, there's no way I thought I'd be a mortgage broker in the time that I was. And like, I think, yeah, my advice is just to anyone who sat there and you're in that angry bubble like I was thinking, I'm just, don't know what to do myself. I'm so frustrated. Only you can change it and only yeah. you can kind of go, do you know what, this isn't for me anymore. This is what I want to do, so... Do it. Oh, I feel inspired. Massively, massively. We do. We we, we are capable of anything, but I think when we say, when especially like parents say to the kids, you're capable of anything, it's so big, isn't it? And you're like, oh my, it's like when someone's like, right, so tell me about yourself. We'll we'll tell you what, Mm. there's so much. How long have you got? And it's like that, isn't it? I think a good way is if you've got a particular thing that you're really interested in, get it written down. Even just start Mm. with the notes on your iPhone. Start plotting out things that interest you or thoughts and ideas that you have. And then when you've got like, actually, there's quite a lot going on here. Maybe transfer it to paper and journal or something. And you don't have to be like, right, I want to be a pilot in coronavirus. It's a pretty tough job to get right now, I can't imagine. So work backwards and and just start small and tick, tick off those little baby steps. And I think... That's that's pretty much what you did. You didn't need obviously you have done it really, really fast, but you had a plan in your head, didn't yeah, you? Definitely. And I think that's what makes the difference. And I didn't always want to be a broker, and that's the thing. Like you might be thinking started thinking, oh, I want to do I'm gonna really want to do this, but then you might actually start doing something but might lead you to something else which actually you didn't realise you wanted. Just yeah. and then Go when you're in it, it you're like, oh, my God, yeah. what? 
Yeah. Just open your doors and that's what you need to do. Open those blooming doors. Open your doors. Be a Yasper. <laughs> Not your back ones. <laughs> oh my goodness. I was just, and I was going to say, well, I'm going to put it in the gutter like usual. Actually, it didn't happen as quick as I thought it would. She did really well. When you say like every day you're not going to move forward, I think life and professional lives are a bit like snakes and ladders. One mm. day you're going to go up a ladder and so some days you might go down a little snake. Yeah. <laughs> you might go down a snake. Yeah, and that can feel awful, can't it? And you've got to build resilience. The only dice. way, though, you build resilience and build, I suppose, a, a, a bigger, stronger version of yourself is by mistakes, failure, mm-hmm. bad things happening to you. Because if you don't have any of those things, you'll never, ever get better. When you've just been wrapped in cotton wool, life's going to feel awful yeah. when it goes wrong. Well, yeah, yeah. You, you fall down and you've never, ever got up. It's going to be hard. Yeah, it is. It is, but we can help. And Nicole can help. And Nicole can help as well. Oh, my goodness. Who at that? Speak for yourself, Emily Leyland. Oh, thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.